Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Days and Infused. Tonight, we're very pleased to have Cameron Clark. He's the CEO of Sunderstorm with their top-selling brand of gummies in the state of California, Kana Gummies. They also sell wind vape pens and Nano 5 Sump Lingual. Welcome to the show, Cameron. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate being here. Yeah, man. And do you prefer going by Cam or Cameron? You know, I've been called both in my life, so I'm happy to do either one. But uh, right. <laughs> lots of people in my company call me Cam. It makes it easier. All right, Cam. I'll call you Cam. So um, as in every episode of Days and Infused, um, we like to start with what is your historical relationship to cannabis? How do you come to cannabis and as a user, as a fabricator? What, what's your backstory on cannabis in your life? Yeah. I kind of have an interesting story. Um, when I was younger and we were all in the experimental stages, uh, you know, I, I, I found that I'm very sensitive to cannabis. And way back when, it was very, very difficult to, to properly dose cannabis. Mm -hmm. And so I, I frequently found that, uh, that I couldn't control the dosing. And so um, I didn't really use it as much as I would like to have. Um, and so then I went through a phase of my life in my, in my early 30s, about 25 years ago, where I uh, got into, really got into nutrition research, right? And mm -hmm. through nutrition research, I kind of got into plant medicines. And I wow. really began to understand the power of plants and the plant medicines. And then I, that led me into the whole world of shamanism and psychedelics and all the, all the uh, really interesting substances that uh, allow one to explore one's mind and, and consciousness and the universe. Um, and I began, you know, kind of tinkering with cannabis a little bit again, um, still trying to figure out ways that it would, that would uh, work properly with my, uh, with my genetics. Um, and then, you know, I was doing, uh, uh, I had started a, uh, a community molecular biology lab in San Diego and was doing algae research. Yeah. And, um, Interesting. yeah. And I was, I was there and I was, I was, uh, you know, working on an extraction system and a friend of mine walked into my place and said, Hey, you know, I just bought this on the internet. It was a CO2 extractor. And I asked him what for, cause I was building one in my backyard. And he said, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to use it to extract cannabis oil. And I thought to myself, wow, that's really interesting. Maybe I should put algae on hold for a moment and, uh, and focus <laughs> on cannabis. What, so, what year was that? Uh, that was 2000 kind of uh, the beginning of 2014. Yeah, wow. 2013, okay. 2014. Yeah. So I the advent of extraction. Yes, exactly. It was just as the CO2 world was, was, was beginning to catch hold. Um, and I was working on, on, on CO2 for, for uh, algae extraction. So that, that kind of led me in, into cannabis. And I thought to myself, geez, you know, I love science. I love plant medicines. I've been going to Burning Man for, for years uh, why am I not in the cannabis industry? So I, I called uh, one of my best friends and uh, lifelong um, uh, consumer and said, you know, Keith, we got to get in this business because, uh, you know, we understand plant medicines, we understand business, 
and um, you know, this is this is our life's calling. So here and we the, are today. And the Keith you're talking about is Keith Sitch, I think, as you say his last name. That's correct. Yes. And, and he's I, a long-term Wall Street commodities trader, and he got out of that business. But he's the rarity, I guess, in that business where he also a Burning Man participant. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, you know, he and I went to university together. You know, we're we're Stanford alums. Uh, he went off to Wall Street. I went to Go Washington. <laughs> so uh, he, I, I left Washington uh, before he left Wall Street, but he left Wall Street, you know, without in, in the not, you know, not after, after like 10 or 15 years and then went yeah. off on a uh, on an interpersonal journey or a, uh, uh, you know, personal journey into uh, consciousness and and uh, moved to San Francisco in the Bay Area and, um, you know, never looked back. Uh, so he's he's he and I are very much see eye to eye about uh, the value of plant medicines and consciousness. Like so many people in cannabis, you got your mind blown here in the Bay Area. That's cool. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. So from, you know, just reading about you and Keith, and it's not only were you trying to invent an extractor for the algae process, but it sounds to me like you've had a very hands-on approach to the whole thing from day one. Um, I think it's inspirational, number one, to hear this message because I'm kind of the same way with our brand and getting it off the ground from manufacturing to getting it on the shelves and sales and everything. I think it's inspirational for people at home who think they're going to get into the cannabis business. It's not just one aspect if you want to get a brand off the ground. It's a lot harder than people uh, think. Uh, is there any advice you could give to the young budding entrepreneur who wants to get into cannabis? Yeah, I think it's. I think that's. Uh, it's an inter interesting topic. Uh, you know, part of me says, you know, hey, you know, what to think twice before you jump into the <laughs> to the to the to the the, the madness. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's uh, it's hyper competitive. It's fierce. You know, it's uh, it's it's incredibly difficult. You know, raising capital is not easy. Um, but then I, you know, when I think hard about it and I look back. I know that we are at the beginning of something which is going to going to be you know cause a massive change in our culture, right? Yeah. We are we are still in the very early stages of something that is that is incredibly powerful for humanity, and um, you know for someone that's that's uh, got a lot of energy and a lot of drive and wants to stick with it for a while, um, I would say you know you know learn as much as you can about the faults that are going on in the industry today. Right, the challenges that people are facing, um, and try to come up with with new ways to 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 manage those and to navigate those. There's yeah, going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of little nooks and crannies for people to to get into, um, despite the fact that you know big money uh, unfortunately is going to is going to control a big chunk of the industry, just like it does alcohol and 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 pharma, unfortunately. Right. But I think there's there, there's a lot of passion for for the plant, and there's a lot of um, incredible value in all the different scientific aspects of the plant. And so there's going to be a lot of really cool stuff, cool products and cool um, that will leverage the, all the different uh, the value propositions of the various cannabinoids and their interactions and all that. Yeah. I, I, you know, it, it's very different from, from alcohol, right? Because you have all these different, you have all these complex relationships of these compounds that are, that have never really been studied. I mean, they're just starting to getting to get understood. No, and I, I think you brought up a really good point, and that is uh, respect for the plant. It all comes back to the plant. Um, 
it's not just it's not like alcohol you can extract alcohol from almost anything on earth really take paper from your office you can get alcohol out of it yeah uh, cannabis is um an amazing thing it keeps giving it gives us everything from hemp twine to fabric to great buds to things that aid you in sleeping to delicious edibles that you make and other people make it it just keeps going and going and going and we haven't even gotten into the resurgence of things like cannabis oils for industrial use in for hemp you know which was arguably destroyed by the the hearse and a fair number of other people um in lieu of oil and so there's Tons of stuff out there. One thing I can go back and say, too, is for people at home who are listening and want to get into the cannabis business, it is not as sexy as it, people make it out to be. It's, uh, it can have its big ups and certainly some big downs because it is hyper competitive. Yeah, I, I, I tell people it's, it's full uh, trench warfare, hand-to-hand <laughs> combat <laughs> every single day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? But it's fine. You know what? It's it's out of out of that out of that trench warfare um, spawns really great innovation and exciting products and you know new ways to 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 leverage the power of the plant and the plant yeah. as you said it the plant gives and gives and gives and that's what gives it that that that's what allows all this innovation to continue and that that is that is one of my one of the things that drives me every day. Yeah, and I'm sure part of my mission in being in this field is to not let the plant be corrupted and make it into something it's not. You know, it is, it as, at its baseline, it's a pure thing. It's a pure being and it gives, and it gives good things to humanity. Yeah. On, yeah. on that note, we're going to take a break. We're already at 10 minutes, believe it or not. And we're going to come back with Cameron Clark and we're going to discuss his cool partnership with HBO Max and the animated series Close Enough. So we'll be right back with Cameron Clark of Kana and Sunderstorm. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S global.com, Protus Global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. 
SmartPots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, SmartPots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? SmartPots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million SmartPots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Dazed and Infused. Coming back in our second segment here with Cameron Clark of Thunderstorm, makers of Kana Gummies, probably the most popular gummy in the state of California, if not the the gummy. Um, Cameron, t- tell us how the HBO Max and Close Enough animated series um, co-branding thing came to pass. I mean, it's super cool, and you're kind of at the forefront of stuff. I just saw in a dispensary in uh, Hollywood on Melrose, uh, K-Town Collective, shout out to Sam and the guys there. Um, Paps Blue Ribbon is all of a sudden in the biz too, and they're bringing out their lemon-infused seltzer. How did you get to the point where you're in with Close Enough? Yeah, it was a very interesting thing. I mean, we, you know, we're, we're, we pride ourselves on being innovative, not just with our product development, but also, you know, with our marketing concepts and with, you know, uh, you know the, the value of, of, of outreach. Um, you know, we've been approached over, over the years by a variety of celebrities wanting to do things. And, you know, most of the act- activations and activities really were not that interesting to us, but um, the HBO was quite different. They reached out to us. They were looking for a partner to manufacture gummies for them. Um, they recognized, um, you know, that, 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 that uh, they could use the, uh, um, they could leverage the cannabis, cannabis industry to help promote their, their new uh, television show. Uh, which mm-hmm. is called Close Enough um, by uh, 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 the writer of the regular show, and so they they were looking for someone to manufacture some gummies that they could brand and put their you know put their characters on the bags, and you know help them p- to promote the show. Uh, as soon as I read the email, I said, "Sign me up." Uh, this is exactly the kind of activation that 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 we're looking for. Uh, HBO would be a great partner. Um, and you know when we called them and had our first uh, initial conversations, it was very clear that. That we we saw eye to eye on how this was um, could be mutually beneficial. Um, mm-hmm. They wanted to do something that was was um, that helped us, and that also really helped them to uh, to tell the story of of this uh, new show that they were that they were promoting. So we from the get go said, you know what, this is a a good marketing activity, and so we want to do everything we can to make this as easy uh, for HBO and to make it uh, and, and and to you know get the product on the shelves into the consumer's hands in a way that helps them drive, uh, you know, get, get great success from their, from their marketing activation. And yeah, so talk we, about killer demographic for you too. I absolutely. Mean, millennial centric. It is absolutely. It's the right demographic. It's the right story. It's the, it's, it's entertaining. Um, and, uh, and it was fun for us to do it. We, we really enjoyed the process. So, you know, we, we worked with them um, to, to, uh, to design a bag that was, uh, that was compliant Right, 
but they yeah. also, you know, because you can't really have animations on on packaging in California right. or exactly. cartoons, right? So, so we worked with them to to get the right des- uh, design that was compliant that actually gave us the branding that we required, um, helped them do the promotion that they wanted to, and we gave them our absolute best flavors, right? And we mm-hmm. said, you know, the ones that that sell really well, we 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 um, worked out a price point with them so that. Uh, the consumers would so would fly off the shelves and get in the consumers hands quickly and then we did everything we could to line up uh, shops and, and delivery services that would be good marketing partners to help drive that um, uh, value proposition for them so that they would they would um, uh, have good social media uh, activations and and uh, and promotions uh, from the shops themselves and so it was really a partnership all the way through from from HBO through to us as, as the manufacturer and the brand through our through great partnerships that we have with our, our retailers. Uh, and everybody loved it, everyone was excited about it. And I think one of the great things um, that actually came from HBO was that they really wanted to limit the scope a little bit. They mm-hmm. didn't want to get it into you know 300 different stores. They wanted to get into a, a handful of retailers that understood what they were trying to accomplish um, yeah. and they would understand the partnership a- aspect of it. Um, and, and that's what we did. And, uh, and it was, you were only was in 20, successful. 20 select stores, right? We probably, it was probably something more than that. I think it was uh-huh. probably something more like on the order of 40, um, 40 to 50, something like that between, uh, and then we also did it through delivery services. Uh, ease was a big partner, um, mm-hmm. that they, that they had brought on board, uh, even before they, they had spoken to us uh, and ease helped out, uh, with getting it, getting it properly promoted as well. Now, did HBO know about the BCC regs for no cartoons on labeling? Because I, I noticed you, you, you label them Josh, Emily, Alex, Bridget, and et cetera. But did they know about that little? Yeah, so, so they, they had, they had some, uh, some basic understanding of those challenges, but they didn't really understand the full nuances. And so that was probably um, one of the more challenging uh, aspects of the, of the activation was just getting them so that, you know, to, to understand what the limitations were so that, um, and then, you know, trying to get something by, uh, that would work in, in, uh, compliantly that mm-hmm. still had the playful, uh, you know, entertaining value, uh, of a cart of an adult cartoon that did not, was not attractive to children. Right. You know, right. we, none of us in the industry want to make products that are attractive to children. So yeah. uh, it's an, it's an important aspect of, of, of the license market. Right. So, so, uh, but we, we, we settled on something great. It was fun. I think the consumers all really enjoyed it and it, and it looked terrific. So from uh, just a pure marketing and uh, sale, sell through, did you sell through? I mean, was it all gone because it was limited edition basically? We did. And, and in fact, we actually, we actually, um, without, you know, they had, they had an idea about a, about a certain quantity that they had wanted to, uh, they wanted to put out into the market mm-hmm. uh, in our initial deal we decided that we were going to buy a little extra packaging on our own nickel, right? Yeah. Because we knew that it was going to sell well. And, uh, and we, we figured that they might want to promote it in a second wave uh, because the, the first wave uh, we felt like we felt it was going to sell out really quickly. So in fact, that's exactly what happened. I mean, the first set of uh, bags of gummies were, were gone in I think, you know, 10 days and they wanted the activation to last a month. So then uh, we agreed that we were going to uh, use uh, uh, more of the bags that we'd bought and uh, we did another round uh, and sent them out in the market as well. And those flew off the shelves. But, you know, all in all, it took, you know, it took, a, it took you know, somewhere between, you know, three to four weeks to work through all the inventory and get into consumers' hands. 
Right on. Well, that's a great story. And uh, you are kind of at the forefront of Pioneer in that respect. So congrats and um, well done. Um, do you feel like I, I'm fond of using the term mainstream because my product, I don't even know if you know what I do. I make a product called Shuggies, which is agave and sugar infused with THC, low dosage and individual stick packs. And I sell them as individuals and I sell them in baker bags and I sell them as boxes of 20. And I'm a mainstream product. I'm a, you know, I come from a family of my granddad was in the sugar business, you know, and I just wanted to bring your mainstream products to the market. So the term mainstreaming is one that I've been using for a while because there are other products out there trying to get into the flow of people's lives and not make cannabis so weird, you know, to really take it to a level where you are incorporating cannabis into your daily life and, and not making it something that's, you know, a treat or a no-no, you know, that kind of thing. Um, with Paps and their, and their effort in this new thing with their seltzer and, do you, do you feel that this mainstreaming effort, I believe it's just at the beginning. I feel like oh, I almost got into it too early as an ingredient provider. But I, what's your take on this? Do you think it's going to be going further um, into the just daily use category for people? I, I think your assessment is, uh, is dead on, actually. I think that's... Uh... I think that's well put. That's good to hear. <laughs> you know, it doesn't seem that way at times because, you know, this industry is really interesting. It moves at, at, at light speed, but it also is moving at a snail's pace at the same time. And the truth is, uh, you know, the consent, uh, general consumer adoption is, is slow. You know, it it's, not, it's not as fast as we had, we had all hoped. Um, but consumers, you know, changing consumer behavior takes time, right? And there's a lot of fear out there about cannabis, and rightfully so. You know, when you have when you have two thirds of, of the industry in California um, is the illicit market with products that are untested, uh, you okay. have no idea what you're getting. Uh, but I can guarantee you're not getting, you know, what's on the label, right? In in ninety five percent of the products, you know, it's it's it can be very spooky for the consumers, right? And so, so you know, to get them to actually gain that level of trust takes time. And yeah. so what, what, what we're seeing is that, is that um, there, is, there is a need for these, for, uh, you know, product innovation and, and, and more interesting types of things. But I think, you know, I, again, I think we are just very much at the beginning. You know, there, there, was, a, there was an interesting mad dash, you know, uh, a few years ago to put cannabis into everything and, you know, anything and everything. Right. And I was surprised it didn't end up in shampoo. Right. So <laughs> uh, maybe one day it will, but you know, the consumers, consumers de- uh, tend to be uh, picky about, you know, their, their different types of product or their product categories. Yeah. But I think as, as adoption, as the adoption cycle um, uh, matures, we're going to find uh, more interesting ways to, to, to consume it. I think the beverage market, uh, is still very much in its infancy. Um, I think there is there is a great interest in consumers to to switch away from alcohol uh, yes. and to cannabis, but they want something which is more like um, a social lubricant, you know. And something interesting that 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 I've been talking about uh, from the very beginning is that we don't really see in our company um, a difference between the medical consumer and the recreational consumer. Because we actually we actually see uh, that the cannabis leads to a life of optimal wellness. If you're ill and you need to use cannabis as a medicine, great. Cannabis can be a very powerful tool to help lead you to 
to a healthier life. Um, but even if you use it as a social lubricant or you lose it, use it to, 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 to lower your anxiety or to relax, those are still, um, you know, those, those are still uh, activities that, that lead to a life of wellness, a life of optimal wellness, right? So, yeah. so you, could, you could use, you know, a little bit of a, of a cannabis uh, salve in the morning to, you know, rub it on your back for pain. And you could go out with your friends and socialize in the evening and smoke a vape, right? And, 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 and socialize. So, right. uh, you know, it, it, it's really about uh, an integral lifestyle. It's, it's about integrating cannabis into your day-to-day life. And you mentioned day-to-day, and I use that, I use that all the time. And I'm really glad that you said that because um, Preaching you know, it's to the powerful. Choir, man. <laughs> yeah, it's powerful for, 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 for leading to a, a healthy and, and good life. Well said, well said. Well, we're already at the second break and we're going to come back. And when we return with Cam here, we're going to talk about a fan favorite, the Stony story, where we hear maybe something that Cameron has uh, that he can relate to the people at home that is equally maybe embarrassing or funny. And uh, we'll hear that when we're back with Cameron Clark. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really One Toke Over the Line. And I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. Oh, lady marijuana llama, tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Empire, a show dedicated to exploring the many potential therapeutic uses of the cannabis plant. Once a cornerstone of healing and now making a heroic comeback. Cannabis has the potential to promote health and well-being, bring the body back to homostasis, and foster recovery for a healthier way of living. Hempire focuses on a diverse range of serious health issues, presenting views ranging from those of patients and their loved ones through those of researchers and medical professionals. Welcome to Hempire. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome. Welcome back to the third segment of Days and Infused with Cameron Clark from Kana Brand. Um, Cameron, it's that time for Stony Story where you let it loose with something that may be humorous, embarrassing, whatever. Everybody's got one and everyone can tell one. Let's hear what you got for us. 
Oh, I, I've got a few. Okay. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm already laughing, but I, I mentioned earlier that I, at the beginning of the show, that I, that uh, you know, that I, my, I'm very sensitive to cannabis, and so uh, when I was younger, when I was in my late twenties, uh, you know, I, and I consumed some for with, with some friends before we went out to a concert. Um, you know, I didn't didn't really even take that much, but by the time we got to the concert, it was uh, uh, we we were going in, and, I, and I, it was a it was a cold winter night. And I had my jacket on. I went to the coat check, and I just could not—I just could not understand what this woman was telling me on how much to pay, right? And so I, I didn't okay. know if she was, you know. I, and I reached into my pocket, and I just couldn't figure out how much to, you know, what, what she was saying. I was so stoned, and so I just reached in my pocket and grabbed all the money I had and handed it to her and said, "Take whatever you need," right? And so, <laughs> classic. She took. I have no idea if she took you know three dollars or three hundred dollars and to this day <laughs> but but uh yeah and then and then and then later on in the evening uh you know the uh you know the band was not even playing and i thought that they were and i was it was a very confusing night for me <laughs> <laughs> there you go folks at home you're not alone um okay so um you do have some in- interesting stuff coming out you just had um a new i think a expand a some sort of thing with the Vesisorb and Geocan here in California. You just announced that. Is that something that you want to spread the word on, or do you have anything else you'd like to let people at home know about? Uh, yeah, probably that's flavors, not a great, that kind of thing. That's, that's probably not a great one. Okay. Um, you know, you know, Let's is this a Cali- is this a California centric uh, podcast? It goes everywhere. It's on Amazon. It's on Spotify, Apple. Yeah, yeah. So I'd, I'd like to talk about our uh, our national expansion strategy. Sweet. Let's hear it. Yeah. So, so one of the things that we've been thinking about uh, for, for a couple of years is, is, you know, looking beyond California, it's been difficult because California, the California market is, you know, ground zero for cannabis uh, in the world. And it's where all it's where, you know, the, the largest market is, it's where, you know, most of the product innovation happens. Uh, It's most fiercely competitive. Um, but we always knew that we wanted to become, a, you know, a, 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 you know, one of the powerful national national uh, brands. Um, but we we never felt like we were strong enough in California to really um, have that stable base from which we could expand. You know, California is mm-hmm. pretty fierce, right? So uh, really, this year has been a fantastic year for us. COVID has been, uh, you know, really challenging for for our for humanity. Um, but for the cannabis industry, it's been, uh, it's been a blessing. Um, you know, it's, which is kind of interesting. A lot of people have need their, need their medicine for anxiety and sleep and, and everything else. So, um, so, you know, we, we, we have, we have grown tremendously and, and we've built a really solid consumer base that, that, that trusts us and trust our products. Right. And, and so from that, uh, we are now able to expand into other States. And so, um, we've just announced, uh, 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 our first date, which is Colorado. We'll be moving into Colorado in the near future. Cool. And we've got uh, uh, at least another two states uh, uh, not far behind. So we're excited to, to be uh, to be in the, that uh, one of the key national brands, and we're excited to be able to finally uh, put product in hands of consumers that from these other states that are asking for our products that we you know haven't been able to uh, to get to them. So. Uh, that's that. That's definitely one of the one of the most exciting things about our our company. Today. Well, that's definitely a positive move. And uh, boy, if during the early days of COVID, when dispensaries were closed, 
I was losing my mind, you know, I'm sure you were too. But then all of a sudden, wiser minds prevailed and uh, we all stayed in business, thank God. And so yeah. um, COVID has been a weird, weird ride for all of us. And uh, if you're listening at home and you have your own issues, uh, you know, I hope you work them through with COVID and I hope you're staying healthy. And Absolutely. Too. Um, Absolutely. And, and, can and cannabis is a great way, you know, one of the things that we're uh, really starting to promote is um, we've had sleep products for, for years. We have a, a, a sleep gummy called Tranquility. We have mm -hmm. a, a, a sleep oral spray, which works amazingly well called Nano 5. And that's also called Tranquility. Uh, you know, that hits within five to 10 minutes. It's a, it's a combination of essential oils, terpenes, um, and other not natural compounds and uh, what's called a liposomal nano, nanomolecular technology that allows it to uh, have very high bioavailability and get into the bloodstream. So it acts quickly and, and very, very effectively. Um, and I think, you know, we all need a little sleep uh, these days and use it every night. I use it. Every yeah, night. yeah, absolutely. It, it works. It works phenomenally well. And it's been, uh, it's been great for me as well. I use it, uh, almost every night as well. It's really, really helping me a lot. Right on. Well, that's great everyone at home. And um, on that note, we're going to end. And as always, um, this show is brought to you by Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take anywhere treat um, available at dispensaries near you. Check it out at Shuggies.com. That's S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S.com for delicious agave and natural uh, cane sugar. Now in home baker bags in a dispensary near you, eight ounces of sugar infused with 100 milligrams of THC ready to be. Cameron, thanks so, so much for being here. And thanks for your great messages to the people at home. And I wish you nothing but success going forward. Thank you very much for the opportunity. I really, really appreciate it. it it's been great having you, man. And I hope to meet you sometime in person. Absolutely. All right. Thank Absolutely. you. And good night to everyone. Bye-bye. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.